Hello and welcome to Curated Spaces, the podcast that explores the stories behind spaces reimagining how we stay, work and play. Join me, Molly Cooper, as I sit down with founders, owners and thought leaders to hear about their journey of bringing a space to life. Great spaces shape our lives. They inspire, nurture and connect us. But most importantly, they bring us together to share life's milestones with the people who mean the most to us. So whether you're a traveller, foodie or design seeker, join us as we celebrate the power of spaces and the brilliant people behind them. Today, I'm at the beautiful One Warwick, a stunning new members club in the heart of London from the team behind Mortimer House. With over six stories of co-working spaces and members' lounges, it also boasts a gym, a rooftop bar and a gorgeous restaurant to let your hair down in style at the end of the day. I'm incredibly excited to sit down with Eleni, membership director who played an integral role in bringing the space to life and is going to share the story behind this stunning club. Eleni, welcome to Curator Spaces. Hi, Molly. Thank you for having me. Not at all. Now, before we go into the space itself, I'd love to hear a bit about you and your story. So I know you've had quite the life pre-One Warwick. Well, yeah, I wouldn't call it quite the life. It's none of the things, but I really wanted to 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 be here. Yeah, so my whole membership journey started almost by accident. Uh, when uh, in a previous job, uh, we spent our our winter seasons in um, in the Caribbean, and so uh, my boss decides to open a yacht club in St. Bart's. Um, that he imagines in the same way that's like the Monaco Yacht Club. And so um, I ended up having a second full-time job, which was uh, very exciting, uh, very tiring at the same time. So then uh, a couple of years later, um, I moved on and I'm at that point in Switzerland and I find out about Mortimer House accidentally. I can't remember if it was on LinkedIn or... Um, or on Instagram or just on on the web. And so I start looking into it and I'm just really loving what I'm getting. And um, I read about the whole concept of having everything under one roof and not, you know, and and having and having a different approach to life that is not about balance, but is about but about having an, a holistic approach towards all of the aspects of of, uh, of your lives. And so I think this is great. This is the future. I'd love to go there. And I, they were in, I think they had, they were in pre-opening mode because they then were opening slightly um, uh, later. And, and so I contacted someone on LinkedIn. Um, they ignored me. Now, having done the pre-opening here, I understand why they ignored the crazy lady writing out of the blue from Switzerland. And so because they ignored me, I decided to just move and wait <laughs> until a position in uh, in membership opened with uh, Baltimore House. And I had given myself a deadline and I was like, towards the end of the deadline, I moved to the UK in July, we get to Christmas, my deadline was six months, my birthdays right after and so close to my birthday I'm starting to sweat I'm like oh my god what should I do I should start looking for something else I shouldn't have just waited and a few days later 
I see a post online that they were recruiting for the membership team. And so I called my then predecessor and still big friend and um, told Nelly, uh, hi, I'm Eleni. I would love to join your team. We don't really have a lot of room to discuss this. I just need to start on Monday. <laughs> I mean, so that's what happened. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's, it's quite a bold move, moving and waiting six months, but it's all worked out. It all works out. It's all stars aligned. And here we are. So we've moved just a little short distance from Mortimer House. We're now just off Regent Street in central London. Do you want to set the scene a bit for people listening in? Where in the world are we here at One Warwick? Oh, we're in the most fun, crazy, intense uh, place in London, I would say. Uh I don't know. I, I I love it. I've changed. Um, I've moved to different countries. I've stayed in different places, and I have always quite quickly felt the urge to move on and see something different. And I've been here now for five years, and I think I'm addicted. <laughs> I think I'm never gonna go at the in the end. But yeah, she's a Londoner, and it is such a hustle bustle place, like you say. We've got Soho just over there, Regent Street just there. You're fighting through the crowds and then you step inside here and it's so calm and it feels a million miles away from the hustle and bustle outside. It's true. It's true. It's it's great because you get really, uh, you, you you can remove yourself a little bit from all that you know, that craziness of Piccadilly and, uh, you know, being right at the centre of so many different areas as well, you know. You have Soho and you have Fitzrovia and you have Mayfair and so, yeah. Um, and it's really calm and nice, but uh, it depends where you are and at what time you're here. So it's quiet now. <laughs> but then first floor and our rooftop restaurant uh, do get a little bit wilder as the, as the sun goes down. I bet they've seen some parties, which I can't wait to get into. But before we get there, let's let's go back to the beginning of One Warwick and where this all came from. Can you tell us about the decision behind opening up a second club here? So um, our founder and CEO, um, Guy Vesha, is, uh, was always planning to have a second location after Mortimer House. Mortimer House was a great success very quickly. Um, but... Uh, I, I always say that he's an architecture and interior design freak. And so uh, he wouldn't have just taken any building, any location to just have the second location. So uh, it took a while to find the right spot. And I think I think we always wanted to have a naughty little sister for for Mortimer House and uh, I mean best corner like you know Warwick Brewer Street you see because they live from the top it's great Uh, and so uh, he actually announced that we had acquired the building in uh, December was late November or December 2019 and we were all excited and we came here and not many of us have seen such a, an incredible building transformation before and so yeah we we walk in and it's this like all offices and then downstairs there is this pub 
of the Warwick, and it was closed, obviously, at, the, at that point. And, and everyone, I'm, I'm a bit like, okay, I'm sure it's going to be great. <laughs> and then and Guy really managed to kind of um, infuse, uh, you know, how great it was going to be when this was all finished and 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 we were all excited and then and then it was 2020 <laughs> and then and we had <laughs> yeah, dun 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 <laughs> uh, q1 is a fantastic q1 and then march happens and yeah and at that point we got Got a bit scared, all of us. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was fine in the end. So, how do you finish the renovation by that point, or were you in the middle of? We were at the beginning. In the of, beginning. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The very beginning. Yeah. It was the very beginning of the renovation, so everything stops, and then there were delays, and then we had to deal with so many things that brought in my house. Um, which was a fantastic experience, and and we actually did great even during the pandemic. Our 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 members, our community, really supported us throughout. It was uh, it was touching, honestly. It was just a different level of of um, spirit and camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we were focusing on that, um, and then at the same time, this was happening, and then there were the other lockdowns, and we. After lockdown run, obviously, we all started kind of coming in more often and it was a little bit of a, it was a, it was a safe place, you know, for us, Mortimer House was a safe place and knowing that there was going to be another wonderful thing like this was, uh, was great. So then things started working and there were, there were so many changes, like it's, it's a completely different building than what it was before. So it took us um, about three years to complete. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and now and now we're here since uh, since uh, March. Yeah, and it's a really st- I'd love to see those pictures actually if you have any of pre now because it's fantastic. Yeah, actually we have an amazing picture of uh, Daniel. Uh, Daniel Thompson is our uh, director of operations, and um, uh, there is a picture that he shared recently of him in in that space in the Piedata here before it was the Piedata and uh, and so we want to do a before and after kind of thing yeah yeah we'll show you the pictures it's great it's great I love it and and talk me through sort of the vibe you were trying to create here the interiors it's very very well done lots of dark woods soft furnishings a bit of fringing and funky chairs what were you trying to create with this well, we had uh, the fantastic team at Fettel, obviously, uh, look after um, everything uh, in, in in the building. Um, I think well, Fettel did an amazing job delivering it, and guys, and guys' idea was to maintain this um, uh, Soho, a bit uh, bohemian, a bit uh, you know that's uh, that's um, relaxed. Uh, uh, nice, comfortable, that you, you know, you see it and you say, oh, it's so beautiful, but it doesn't feel, um, it, it, it also makes you feel part of it immediately, right? And so I'm, I'm, I'm not an, an expert in interior design at all, so I can't tell you too much about the actual, the actual, um, uh, details, but that was the, the, the whole concept. And, 
we went through a lot of options and colors and, and textures. And yeah, it was interesting. A very interesting experience. But I think you really get that sense that you just said. You walk in and it's it's quite grown up. It's quite bohemian. I love that word. Um, but it's also very fun. And you go around a corner and there's like a little nook and cranny and you think, oh, what a lovely spot that would be for a drink. And then there's another room with this gorgeous bar you can just hire out. And then you go up another floor and there's a rooftop terrace. So it's quite a party pad, it does feel. And I'm sure you've seen your fair share of, of those soirees here, haven't you? It is. It definitely is. It definitely is. Uh, we have, yeah, it's it's the space, as, uh, as you say. It really draws you to just relax and have a drink and have a chat and listen to some good music. Um, it's the team that is fantastic and uh, welcomes you in the the best way and um, really makes you feel part of all of this and look at the end of the day great drinks great food what else do you want you know it's it's actually what you're going to get and it's yeah okay well let's go into that then food and drink what are we what are we talking about here that's something I'm an expert <laughs> that's a, I can tell you a lot about that um we have uh we have Tom Sensi is our executive chef um across the entire building and that means that obviously he looks after our neighborhood restaurants uh that is Nessa and that's the only part of the house uh that is um open to the to the public uh but he curates and obviously looks after the teams and the kitchens of all other spaces of the house. Uh, there is Yasmin, that is a rooftop um, uh, restaurant and bar, and it's completely different menu. It's Middle Eastern. Tom spent, uh, I think, a couple of years in Istanbul. And uh, I, I, you know, I tried, I tried the British with a twist menu, that's the Nessa menu, and then I tried this, like, how can he be this good? things that are so different um and obviously the menu across the house and and the and the private rooms and 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 all of those things it's great uh, we have the best carrot cake in the world uh, that's something i really want to say we have the best carrot cake in the world um yeah, I never make bold statements. No, it's not true. I often make bold statements, uh, but not on food. <laughs> I grew up with a very strict chef mother to make bold statements on food. But you were saying you actually wrote to your Italian, was it your mother or your grandmother? Yeah. And said, you have to try this twist on a carbonara. Carbonara. Oh, uh, celeriac carbonara. So the story is this. I have, I'm pretty sure that I have never ordered a carbonara anywhere. Not in Italy, not bad. You just make it at home, you know. You just don't order it. And as soon as I saw the carbonara on the menu and saw the celeria carbonara, I was like, I have to try this. Because, you know, Tom is amazing. There is, this is, there is something about this. Yeah, I tried it. So the celeriac replaces the pasta. So it's fantastic. It's lighter. It's, it's amazing, beautifully presented. Then you break that amazing egg yolk that is on top and you mix everything and it's 
fantastic. So I called my mom, like, I need to tell you, I need to tell you something. You need to do this differently. <laughs> so yeah, so she's now doing celeriac curry. She's trying because yeah, obviously I don't have the recipe. I wouldn't ask <laughs> for the recipe. And so she's doing trials. We need to see when she comes. <laughs> I love it because he does quite a few twists like this, doesn't he? Was um, av- no avos here. Yes. Yes. And he's done a very clever replacement, hasn't he? Very clever replacement. Mm. There is not avocado on toast, which I'm, which I'm a huge fan of. This is my everyday breakfast. So uh, Tom took this uh, very fair and fantastic approach. Like I really appreciate, apart from obviously the taste that he's put on a plate, the thinking uh, behind it and you know how avocados are have this, you know, major impact on the environment and their carbon footprint is um, ridiculous, apparently. And so he has replaced them with uh, crushed broad beans, uh, which are local and they are so tasty and the texture is fantastic. And it's a very simple dish. Crushed broad beans, you get it with uh, two poached eggs and all this amazing herbs and spices on top and you can't start your day better yeah fantastic so you must visit for the food you must visit for the drink but a lot of people don't just come for fun time they're here to work so let's talk about your members and the community you're building here and how that's sort of grown over the past few months so that's uh, that's a very good point because it's not what we were saying earlier, the bringing everything under one roof, right? So obviously, what, what do you do in your day? You know, you, well, not all of us, but some start with going to the gym, have a, you know, a tender fitness class and then, you know, have a nice shower, refresh, get, get a nice breakfast, get not avocado and toast. And then, you know, you want to do a couple of emails. You just want to check where you're at. You're probably going to have a couple of meetings, uh, um, lunch with someone, coffee with someone. Then again, sit again at your 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 laptop, then break. You know, like, okay, it's a nice day. Maybe, you know, the cheeky pines on the rooftop. <laughs> Why not? I love this vision of a working day, by the way. <laughs> That's what work means. <laughs> That's what work means. You can, you can pretend <laughs> to work. No, it's not true. We have some amazing people. We have really... Um, uh, diverse community. We do not... Uh, we do not um, try to... Oh, you know... Um, welcome members that uh, are only coming from a specific industry, but we try to welcome members that embrace um, uh, what we're trying to do here, the whole concept uh, behind the, the the individual houses, one work and one houses, you know, Maslow's um, hierarchy of needs. And, and, uh, and we have found, and I think it's, it's a good, it's a good, um, how can I say, climate at the moment, socially speaking, uh, where we see that a lot of people really um, embrace that. And so we have people from, you know, theatre to tech investment. Well, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a wide range of really nice, cool people that enjoy spending the majority of their time today because then you end up being here every day. Uh, you wouldn't trade it for just staying at home and so <laughs> Well, exactly. And with the rise of work from anywhere or companies 
limiting their office space or even closing down their offices entirely, I think you're really tapping into that bigger macro piece around people suddenly have no option but to work from home. And actually for a lot of people, that doesn't work for them. They want to see people and get out and experience the city they live in. Absolutely, absolutely. That That is what, what makes a difference because you, uh, you get other uh, spaces where you would either spend time socially or that are then attached to other spaces where you would work. So it's it's a little bit there is there, you always find a separation in this kind of thing. But you know, it's through social interaction that you are going to have new ideas, uh, a different point of view, um, and 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 be creative and and do something interesting and hopefully also positive for everyone else exactly and I feel like you guys do a big a big part of bringing people together you have such a cool events agenda which I saw in your lift which has some quite fun talks in there um so give me a flavor of what goes on at one more the events are fun yeah there's again a wide range of events uh so obviously we have um uh a, a few things every month going on that are you know wellness and well-being related and um you know personal development um we have some very interesting more um how can i say <laughs> um yes all of those kind of more kinky things that uh <laughs> that we love but from a very interesting perspective uh, from a really, you know, uh, psychological, sociological perspective. So you really deep dive into things that you would, as I have just done, kind of very much on the surface, surface described as, as just kinky. But in reality, it's it's all us, you know, it's it's the things we all think and feel and, and do. And it's good to be able to talk about them. Uh, so there's a lot of that, and so obviously all the, all the you know members' drinks and parties. We had a fantastic summer party, um, which was meant to be a Yasmin summer party, so it was going to be the rooftop. Um, uh, but we had so many <laughs> RSVPs in the first twenty minutes that we sent an email then the next day to everyone and said, "Okay, guys, we're just making it a house party, so enjoy. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's gonna be everywhere. So lots, lots, lots of that, uh, lots of that at the same time. And we just started with our um, a new quiz night, uh, which is going to be a nice one for the winter." Uh, I've already been chatting to um, uh, Kit. Uh, um, Kit Mitchell is our new marketing director and has brought some fantastic uh, new um, perspectives and ideas and thoughts. And so we're going to have a lot of fun uh, in the winter as well. Okay, well, let's let's look at that then. So we're just reaching the end of summer. We've got winter ahead. What does the next six months, maybe a year, look like at One Warwick? Are there any new things you're launching? Any exciting stuff you're working on? We are working on a lot at the moment. We are really uh, focusing on here and really as the community grows, uh, we are receiving we are receiving so many applications, so much interest that we really don't want to, um, you know, we don't want anything that we do affect how... Um, nicely everyone can enjoy the space and uh, so 
we're taking our time to really know more about our members and understand what they want to see and and develop our um our offering to them from from a from a programming standpoint from a parting standpoint um uh, as as uh, as much as much as we can and in the best way possible so there is a lot of attention on that we have a um and at the same time we have we are all working have been working on obviously uh expanding the the family <laughs> and having more um uh more babies there is nothing you can confirm i shouldn't call them more babies should i <laughs> i don't <laughs> Uh, I don't have children. I think <laughs> we, these clubs are That's why children. these are the babies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're going to stay. <laughs> the only babies. Um, uh, no, um, we we can't we can't say too much right now. It's a really it's a really key moment, uh, but we're looking to expand nationally and internationally, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Oh, that is exciting! And could you be tempted by another international stint, or are you loyal to London? We are just all very easily tempted. In general, <laughs> temptation <laughs> is everywhere and you can't avoid it. Yes, we're always tempted, <laughs> very tempted. I think temptation is a great word for this space. It's it's lovely. It's a party pad. And I can see how you could easily come here for your 6 a.m. gym session and not leave until, <laughs> until, until small hours. <laughs> yeah. Until, until like, yeah. <laughs> and then repeat five and days then, a week. And then repeat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And do you have a favourite spot or place in the building you like to withdraw to or get away from it's difficult to say because the spaces are then uh, are so so different the best thing is that you can just float around and see different people and do different things and eat different things and drink different things it's yeah it's, it's a blessing and a curse uh but um i when you have such a gorgeous rooftop with such good food it's really difficult not to go there first uh but i love our drawing room so on the first floor um it's our living room and then it's our main members lounge and our library and drawing room and it's such a gorgeous space it's like mixed you can have drinks you can have dinner you can have just you know and, and it's those gorgeous windows just overlooking Soho and you're there so you see the neighborhood uh you really feel part of it and um and there is that amazing chandelier that I'm just going to um steal sometime you're leaving yeah 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 it's going to be my yeah my swan song is going to be leaving with the chandelier <laughs> I'm legging it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to leave. I can't leave. <laughs> oh, well, it's been such a pleasure talking, Eleni. Before we go, I do have a quick round of dream spaces to play with you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you three prompts and I'd like you to answer with a space that comes to mind. It can be somewhere you visited, somewhere you go back to every year or somewhere you've always wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So the first one is where do you like to escape, get away from it all and detox? First place that comes to mind is the as a natural park, Plitvice Lakes, and don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly in Croatia. It's the most beautiful, peaceful, uh, 
wonderful place to just walk around all day. And I hate walking. And it's and I, and I would walk around those gorgeous lakes uh, all day. Um, yeah, that's really, that's a calming space. That's lovely. As I said that question, I thought, I can't really imagine Anneli needing to get away from it all because I feel like wherever you go, you take, you take it all with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just think of those 72 hours. Yeah, we, yeah. we feel about trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe this one is slightly more up your street. Your ultimate birthday party, where are you hosting it? I think I'm a lot more boring than you think, Molly. Really? Yeah. So there is this amazing place in uh, Tuscany. Um, I don't know if I should say, can I say the name? It's called Borgo Santo Pietro. And it's just, it's just a gorgeous, it's just a, this, 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 this gorgeous place with all the vineyards and things. It's, it's just great. So I would say Tuscany, Borgo Santo Pietro or High Ridol have no more than 20 people around and stay for the weekend, I suppose. Gorgeous. Well, you had me at Tuscany. <laughs> Finally, your, your bucket list trip of a lifetime. Where are you off to and are you staying anywhere special? I don't know. I would go anywhere. That, well, you know, it's not there anywhere. I want to go everywhere. So it's really difficult to say, but I always, I'm going to use this because it's what I always say to um, uh, Guy, our CEO, when I'm prompting him to send me away. Um, I'm going to say um, Four Seasons Fiji. That's what I'm going to say. Four Seasons Fiji. <laughs> and what a note to end it on. I hope you get your trip to the Four Seasons in Fiji. <laughs> Let me know when you're going and I'll tag along. Um, But thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you for bringing this brilliant space to life. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming. It's been great. You're invited to all the parties. Hurrah. Uh, So you're going to get your personal invitation. Um, Thank you. Thank you. It's been great. Well, I'll see you at the party. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Curated Spaces podcast. For more information and content around any of the spaces we feature, head to our website or Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to have new episodes delivered straight to your inbox every Wednesday. And if there's a special place in your life that you'd like to hear on the Curated Spaces podcast, please do get in touch as we're always on the lookout for more brilliant spaces to share with the world.